All right, it is that time once again, like we do each and every Monday, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Joey Kanish, who we will be talking Detroit Lions, uh, like always here. I'm merely Brad Powers. We got Zach Phillips producing. This is Hit the Books, part of the Hammer Betting Network. Before we get into a loaded show, we got Aaron Rodgers. We got college football spring games led off by, believe it or not, Colorado. We also got a thing called the NFL Draft, and we will have some draft bets, or at least uh, I'll, I'll at least release some stuff that I've been betting just as a half hour ago. So before we get to all that, let's pay some bills. Keep in mind that Hit the Books is brought to you by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and always get the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Download the app today. If you're looking to sign up for a new sports book account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash hit the books or hit the link in the description. If you sign up through this page, it helps support the show. Kanish, oh my goodness, we got breaking news here just before we came on. Have you seen the trade that just went down, breaking from Adam Schefter? Aaron Rodgers, it's now official, will be a New York Jet. And it's just not him going to the Jets. It's not a one-player move. The, the trade as follow goes as Rodgers goes to the Jets. The Jets get pick number 15, a 2023 fifth-round pick, which is number 170 this year. The Packers, meanwhile, get pick number 13, so they move up a couple spots in the draft a 2023 second round pick, which is pick number 42 this year, a six round pick this year, a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a first if Rodgers just plays 65% of the plays this year. So I'll first ask your opinion on Rodgers, just specifically to the Jets, your thoughts on that. And then also who won the trade? Because reading Twitter, I don't know if I've seen this. We got a pretty much 50-50 split. Think, you know, half the people thinking, the Jets got fleeced. The other half thinking the Packers got fleeced. What, what say you, Mr. Kanish? Well, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't. He he saw the writing on the wall. He, I, I just retweeted his last throw as a uh, as a Packer, an interception, a loss at home. Uh, <laughs> he knew he could no longer compete in this division, and so what does he do? He, he makes a run for it. Um, I will say. <laughs> It's a little bit steeper uh, in terms of what the Packers got uh, in far as a pass. A little bit steeper than what than what I thought they get. Um, so, for, so I mean, the Jets, the Jets prayed. But what 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 was your? Uh, you had this like the, the Jets tried. You know, we're we're we're, we're calling them a bluff. We're stonewalling them for a few weeks. What was your option in the end? You got no quarterback on the roster that's worth a damn. Yep. You got a, a team that's ready to win. Uh, and the guy's already like, like people have already basically assumed he's going to be out. At the end of the day, you're you were basically just playing this waiting game of uh, you have none of the leverage, and you're probably going to have to pay up at some point. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I think it gives the Jets obviously a uh, you know a ceiling that they wouldn't. I still don't think they're one of the you know elite in the AFC, but. We'll see. I mean, I thought for a few years Jordan Love was, like, horrid. Uh, he's yeah. shown some signs of life, you know, in the in limited time that we've seen him here. But would I rather have Jordan Love, the quarterback of the Packers, than Aaron Rodgers? Yes, I would. Um, so, a little bit, uh, oh, you, you know. You would rather have Jordan Love right now. 
from a lot. Let me let me let me look at that. From a Lions fan oh, perspective, okay. I'm like, enough. if yeah. I want to win the division yeah. as a Lions fan, I would rather see Jordan Love. If I'm a Packers fan, no, no, no. I know they yeah. they're like we're we're done with it, but. Still, uh, you, you'd be hard-pressed for me to tell you that that Jordan Love's going to be able to play up to Aaron Rodgers' level. However, um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, again, it's it's a team that's kind of like changed their dynamic, too. They want to be like more of a run-the-football, play defense and all that. So, uh, watch Love. To, get, 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 Chris, man, yeah. One of our, <laughs> one of our, you're trying to get blocked in this chat? I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What, a, what a, a show, a, a loyal listener here, and, and now we're going to have to give him the boot for that. Uh but yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, but hey, they, they nice package return there, and I mean, what can you say? The NFC North, uh, there is a new uh, a new uh, team at the top, even with the suspension or the betting on whatever it was. You're confident even with those suspensions. Kanish and Sons, <laughs> we maintain their innocence. Uh, listen. <laughs> He wasn't betting on Brooklyn. He's betting on college football. That's what we do. We should get him on hit the books. If Moretto could do his job, get him. Bring him on here and get a third here, and we can talk Jamo. Well, he's on his six-week suspension. We can do a little roundtable here with Jamo and the Godfathers to get B. So, what? Because he placed them from the facility. I mean, what? I don't want these team meetings. They're long. They're boring. You go on. You put put a few parlays in. I mean, six game. Also, six games. Six games for betting on college football from the facility, which is legal, but you just can't do it from a team facility. Should be like first half or or like a small fine. Yeah, I mean, I you had a funny tweet as always about it, uh, you know, exaggerating a little, but it was. I thought your point was well taken. I mean, you could beat up your girlfriend, your wife, whatever. You're all right. You bet on a little college football. I mean. Adios. I don't get. I don't get it. But I mean, I, guess, I get the pro football. Like if you're betting on the, if you're an NFL yes, player, you're, and you're betting, betting on, on pro, the NFL. I, get it. I yes. get it. If you're betting on, but just like because you were in the team facility placing the bets, like uh, I mean, also who who ratted them out? Like what? Who <laughs> that was like the team IT guy having to report that? Like what? Who, who who's the snitch in this organization? Get that bum out of here! Like, what is that? Who's chirping up here? Like, who's the guy wanted to, you know, to email? Who's who's subverting? Uh, you know, uh, is the hitman in the in in the Allen Park HQ sending uh sending emails that these guys are bad? Like, come on here! How did that even come out? So, yeah, I, I mean, mean, they're tracking you. I mean, you know how the apps are. I mean, the the, the, the FanDuel and the DraftKings of the world, they know who's betting. Yeah, I got I got to have a beef with some people at uh, FanDuel there that they uh, they turned in my guy Jamo. So there was an omni like it was like three weeks ago. Brad Holmes yeah. came out and said something about like Jameson Williams accountability, and people were like, "Huh? Like that's weird that he said that. Like is he is he you know is he, you think he's like uh, you know not showing up to OTAs or something? Yeah. But no, it comes out he's you know doing same game parlays on uh, you know the Bama game for all season. So. One more thing, and I do agree. All, all jokes aside, I agree with the Lions. They're the, they're the favorites. I mean, and they deserve to be the favorites entering uh, this season. 
Did you get did you get down on anything? There you go. I mean they are though. I mean everyone jokes about it, but you know what the Lions do? They cover point spreads. Not just last year, the year before. I mean, they cover point spreads better than any team in the NFL the last two years. So I know we like to joke about them, but I, I gotta be honest with you, and I said this to you when, when, you know, during the uh, right after that game. I mean, if you're a Lions fan, I, you gotta be proud of this team, man. What they did to Aaron Rodgers in that final game, I mean, that's his quality of a win that Detroit's had in the last 30 years, what they did, with nothing to play for, and to basically end the Aaron Rodgers dynasty in Green Bay. Man, that, that even looks better now with today's news. Let me ask you this, though. Did you get anything down on the Jets? I know it was baked in kind of already that it was almost a done deal, but did you get anything, like, even a month ago, over win toll or anything? I, you know what? I, I wasn't. Um, I, I know like the the very very initial prices. If you got some of that before it came out, but I didn't end up. Uh, I, I, that division is tough. The the original prices weren't like uh, you know super super attractive. Um, so I didn't. I, I really I don't have any Jets exposure right now. Um, I know there was some like you know originally when this was first rumored some like you know three fifty ish. That's came down. There might have been some four to one out there. Um, obviously, if people got in on that, you're you're a little good. But even that wasn't like I wasn't run. I mean, the Dolphins are in, the Bills are in there. It's still a, a t- and, and the guy that Rogers like he didn't play that well last year. So Agreed. it wasn't something that I was like dying to fall over myself to to get down on when it was. How about you? I didn't. Uh... And it was nothing that, you know, I, I'm going to have regrets about. No, I mean, so, I'm not like, oh, man, I missed on, you know, yeah. Jets 350 when it's like 250. Maybe, maybe we can get some possible maybe regrets that we didn't bet. Let's transition to the NFL draft where we have seen some movement. Obviously, the movement last week we already started to talk about, Bryce Young being the prohibitive favorite to go number one. His odds have only, you know, been greater as far as the chances of him being number one since we last talked. In fact, I saw as high as minus – 3,500 this morning, so uh, and that was at FanDuel, so uh, there was a little bit of buyback there, but I mean, come on, that's telling you that, you know, Bryce Young is going to, how much, do you know how much they're allowing? I don't have FanDuel in this state. How much are they allowing you to win on that? 100 bucks? Um, I think, you know, obviously it depends on your stake factor there, Um, but I think it was, you know, I think they, they were taking like to win like 500 on a clean account that's not bad maybe a little more than that uh maybe even like a thousand on a clean but yeah no i agree their uh their app draft limit was definitely more attractive than most places um especially uh a couple of the other now the thing being that if you know you make one of these this has been that's going around you make one you know a new account you start betting draft right away you get like you know three bets five bets before you're getting hacked down there so it has definitely become a uh, a big, big red flag in terms of uh, from the recreational books in terms of what you can actually bet on some of these. The the big move that we have seen since you and I last talked, number two overall pick. This is wild. It, Will Levis now the favorite. In fact, he's the the minus money favorite to be taken number two overall. We've seen uh, you know minus one twenty five. It, it was up to minus one forty in a lot of shops. So. Again, we're getting conflicting reports, and I, I think that's probably the main story. Yeah. I mean, I've filled a couple orders over the weekend, but I'm not get, I'm getting conflicting reports. I mean, I'm getting Anthony Richardson over four and a half, a great bet. 
And then all of a sudden I'm seeing buyback after I placed that bet. I could have gotten a better number if I waited a day. So uh, what about you? Let, let me ask you uh, before we dive in deep on Will Levis. Are you also getting conflicting reports? And it starts with this number two overall pick. I'm not sure that anyone really knows as we stand here on Monday. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, know some of the guys that, that moved on that, that number two selection. Um, and it's not me, you know, like I'm not uh, going to, you know, not me calling them out or anything. It's just I'm not sold that it's an ironclad, uh, you know, like info where, especially when you've got a number of other, you know, the public sources kind of all over the place. Um, and even some conflicting info, uh, you know, around like around the team, around what Schefter, around what Rap's saying, around what, you know, some of the buzzes, you know, behind the scenes. So I didn't invest in any of the, the Levis number two, um, you know, even when, when some of the move was happening, just it's not not fully trusting uh, the info. And usually when you've got all this different, you know, sources coming around, it, it makes it... Um, you know the Bryce Young stuff. You had you had Schefter doubling down. Then you had yeah. uh, obviously the move coming in and people. You know right? so that that to me I think you can say is uh, as close as to a done deal. You know th- this far out from the draft as you can. The number two pick I don't I don't feel you know strong enough uh, to especially to lay chalk there on the Will Levis selection at the moment. Um, and then you're you're talking. I mean. I don't know if I felt less confident in terms of like a top five of like two, three, four, five could go so many different directions right now. I know I've heard some people say like, you know, just, just, you know, as far as uh, like a small portfolio with some longer prices in terms of uh, some of the, you know, exactors or variants that could happen. um, I agree. I think you could see Levis, Richardson, Wilson, Anderson, uh, you know, I, I mean, they're, you know, all go number two, and then three, four, five can go from there. So, I don't. This is probably in terms of like draft liquidity and exposure, uh, and some of this is just what you're able to get down. This is just um, this is one of the lighter portfolios I've had in a, in a quite a while, sadly. Uh, and some of it's ultimately uncertainty, and some of it's other factors. But um, no, I don't. I don't have uh, anything on that number two right now. Yeah, you? I mean, there's been past years where I've been super confident in Exactus going mm-hmm. right through it, one, two, three, even up to, you know, the first five picks and been confident in that that's what it's going to be. So I have not gotten involved in that. I did, you know, full disclosure, I bet a little Levis under four and a half when that new when the, the market started moving. Uh, because, again, generally speaking, I think the moves on that weekend before the draft are relatively sharp because there is a little bit more liquidity in the market. Uh, so I did do, take part in that. I took part a little bit in uh, Levis before Stroud. You had pro Levis smoke out there. You had very anti CJ yes. Stroud with the you know the the, the poor scores on the cognitive score test and, yeah. and whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. If you watch him play against Georgia, you you don't believe the test. If you watch him right. play against Michigan, you kind of believe the test. I mean, because there were some plays to be made, and not for whatever reason, he was off. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, Patrick Burns in the chat, nobody knows shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, as of right now, uh, unless something really starts breaking free in the next couple of days, I agree with it. So I, 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 I'll be betting, but, I mean, I, I'm not betting with a, a lot of vigor and confidence as of right now. That being said, you know, I filled some orders. Uh, I mentioned a couple of them. Uh, Zay Flowers, over 21.5 is something I, I took part in. Uh, Miles Murphy, over 13.5. 
because uh, finally here in town, Circa, what was it, Friday? Yeah. Uh, released, allowing you to win a thousand. So uh, again, I'm not afraid. Some some of them are very heavy juice. So if I lose one, I'm in trouble. I better go like six or seven and one. <laughs> uh, otherwise, it won't be that great for me. But th- those are a couple that I made. Uh, Hitman will get after me for this one, but a half hour before the show, I, I bet Broderick Johnson over 13 and a half. So I did fill that order. Uh, but other than that, I don't have much, man. Usually, I, I mean, I would say compared to last year, I would have had 50 bets at this time. I got like 10 right now. Um, yeah, no, just, I'm. That, totally that's where I'm at. I'm just being per- perfectly candid right now. Same, but I think some of it is, uh, you know, people move on this stuff a lot earlier than, than used to. Uh, places are a little <laughs> yeah. bit of like books are much more wise to the fact uh, of, you know, the draft uh, stuff. And the options haven't been as yeah, as plentiful. And it's harder to get down if, if you don't have, uh, you know, the uh, you know the right account or you've been betting it for a while. So, yeah. There's, there's Roderick Jones, I want to mention. Roderick Jones. Johnson, Jones. Jones. Yeah, if you can find, I mean, hey, you know, if, if obviously some of the legals now moved on those, uh, maybe a couple of PPH outs, that might be some stale there if you want to uh, jump in and tell that one. Um, yeah, I, again, as we're saying, it, it's been tough. I got a couple uh, as well. I don't know if we want to share them right now that, that are kind of widely available. Um, took, took over four and a half QBs round one. There was some plus money out there. Um I haven't scanned the prices today, uh, but I think you've obviously got the the main four there, and then the Hendon Hooker stuff. I I think he slides. I'm, oh wow, that's minus one. I can I, okay. Don't don't bet minus one eighty eight. I hadn't looked at that today. See if you can uh, if if there's something that's more around. You know, even up to to minus one fifty in that. Uh, it it was standing out there at like plus money for like the last. Yeah, it was. Um, and so I played a decent amount of that um, and, and some hooker. I mean, either or you can you can basically do hooker round one is the same is the exact same bet uh, as I'm as like over four and a half QBs. But some people saying he can go as high as like the low twenties in that. I do think he sneaks in there round one. Um, but don't don't lay the minus one eighty eight. Um, but yeah, I was I was mostly playing that around uh, plus a hundred. The other one was Michael Mayer first tight end. Um, Laid a few prices there. I think the the kin. It would not surprise me. And this is, again, I don't want to. Is like usually a lot of the the public sources won't go on record with like the red flag injuries until after the draft, or be it because they yeah. don't want to do their sources. I think Kincaid has some stuff that's rumored about his back. Uh, it was a problem at Utah. I think he. You know, there's not enough separation between him and Meyer where a team's gonna go. I, I just don't see a way. If there would be a guy that could upset, I think you know, like Darnell Washington would be the guy that yeah. like if you want. There, there even I saw some eleven to one out there. So I played some some Meyer uh, at a couple of prices, sprinkled a little bit of Darnell Washington. Um, so it's me. I know there's a couple of head to heads too. If you got the right book between Meyer and Kincaid, um, I think Meyer just. I think not only do I think he's a slightly better player. I think the Kincaid injury stuff. Um, I, I wouldn't surprise if you saw a little bit of a slide from him um, in, in terms of just the, the stuff that he, he had going on at Utah, especially when it's back, when it's back injury related. Yeah. Um, that can be a scary thing for teams to, to invest in. So um, It's a deep yeah, tight end class, one. too. I think you get a really good guy in the second totally. round. Uh, I totally from South agree. Dakota State's good. Uh, Iowa has another good tight end coming out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, this isn't me being a Notre Dame homer, but I think Mayer's a safe pick. 
I, mean, I agree. Just, I agree. You know, I, like, Washington. Don't get me wrong. Washington has some red flags too, but he's like. Yeah, I mean, Washington has a higher upside just from yeah, an athletic he's also, ability. <laughs> yeah, man, in terms Michael of all Mayer, the electronic I mean, scores, he like blows everybody else away. Yeah, agree. No disagreement there. So yeah, I've heard similar there. Uh, Levis just jumped to minus one fifty-five. Yeah, I mean any bet they're probably moving it a little bit. It ain't gonna take much. We'll see something move later in the show. Hint, hint, wink, wink. I'm gonna give out a win total that I think will move. Uh, I, 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 might, I might have a feeling on what it could be. Yeah, so we will have that. Maybe a few Heisman futures. Any other things as far as the draft? I, I feel bad for everyone listening. It's just, look, I haven't bet that much myself, and, you know, I'm getting conflicting stuff. I mean, I've never had stuff, like, move against me before when it comes to the draft, and I've had a couple things move against me where I could have gotten a better price had I just waited, so... And I, I don't think I'm alone there. N- not that it's completely flipped against me. It's just I could have gotten 25 cents better. Usually when these things run, they run, and it's good night, Irene. You'll never see that price ever again. So uh, anything else? Maybe, you know, what are you looking being a Lions guy? What, what are you looking at uh, for the Lions? You know what? I, so a couple of the, you know, the Lions reporters that are pretty – I know Devin Witherspoon's kind of the, the hot name. It's, I will say if – Anderson drops to six. I think they'll take him over, even if Witherspoon's still on the board. Um, uh, I, 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 I agree. In the chat, I think Meyer minus one forty-five, minus one. Like I wouldn't go much past the minus one fifty, minus one sixty. Uh, but I'd still play that uh, again. Not like max bad fill everything, yeah. but it's worth a you know a unit uh, on there. Um, but I think lines wise, it'll either be you know Witherspoon's been the hot name. I'm. T- if one of the the pass rushers drop though, um, especially Anderson, I think they will take him. Maybe even some Jalen Carter. You know, he hasn't exactly fit. Like, obviously, he's got the culture red flags and that. That, that hasn't been a guy they've, um, you know, that the type of player they've been, you know, kind of willing to to invest in. Um, but I would say if Anderson's there, he's going to go first. Carter, I don't know, and obviously Witherspoon uh, is the option there, but I think it's all defense. Stroud, eh, I know they've done the work. Like, they've had the QBs in for top 30 visits. Um, That would surprise me a bit if they used the first pick on a QB there. Um, Also, I think they'd have some options to trade back. Uh, I wouldn't – I tell you, like – I wouldn't hate it, um, especially like would I hate it if they, you know, if Will Levis or something like that. But oh yeah, I, God, I, yeah, I mean, my personal opinion, I wouldn't hate it. I think they could be a team that would be in that like the eighteen. They trade back and take Hooker um, more late first round. Uh, it would be a thing. so. I, I would say it's an option. Do I think it's going? Do I think they're going to do it? No. Uh, I think it's much more likely they go defensive line uh, or just end up taking the the corner there. They they invested so much though in the the secondary in the off season, um, kind of makes me uh, you know kind of lean away from that. But uh, we'll see. Could they trade back? I mean, I'm sure they'd love to, but you've got like you know so many. I mean, I think Houston would love to trade. I think Arizona would love to trade back. Uh, So I mean, it's one of those when you've got so many candidates that want to trade back now. um, I don't know if that that mark will be there, uh, but we'll see. In the chat, uh, Grant, what lots of steam on Gibbs to go in round one. Uh, and then a bunch of the questions in the chat. Uh, I did not. Did you see that uh, today? Uh, he's a very I saw some, player. 
I think you're really sweating. Uh, I mean, when you know he's not going to be the number one running back taker, right? I think well, no. by all accounts, Robinson's good. So you need someone in that last, like, you know, five to seven picks uh, that's want to go running back. And you've seen, you know, that's an area where running backs, you know, some of the higher rec running backs will tend to go. I remember Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, sneaking in there with the Chiefs a few years ago, uh, which was a which was a big catch. Um I, you know, if you got ahead of the steam on that one, I would not be, you know, running to the window to because I think you've got like just a couple of outs there at the end of round one that that's going to have to be, you know, one of those specific team that wants one. Um, so and and I deeper running back class too. So for me, um, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be running to the window now post steam on that. Bijan Robinson, uh, Crestman, in the chat. Uh, only meeting with Philly and Tampa. What do we think of that? Uh, I think Bijan will be the running back that gets taken eventually in the first round. Uh, I think he's the only one worth a first-round pick. I think he's a safe pick. I think he's an outstanding player. It's just uh, I, I don't know what to make of that. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't placed a bet on over or under his draft position. Have you? No, I haven't touched it either. But at the same time, I don't get uh... – some, it kind of don't get caught up in the, some of the, especially like, like running back. You know what you're getting. He has a, you know, there was never any character thing. Some of the guys like you don't need to, to spend a, you know, a top thirty visit on him. He was at the, you know, you, you can go to meet him. So sometimes uh, people get get too much into the, uh, like if a guy took a top thirty of his or not to like visit the compound or not. Teams have no issue taking a guy that they feel comfortable with uh, if they didn't bring in on a top thirty. Also. There's been scenarios uh, many times. I remember the Lions did the few years ago where a team didn't want to know, like the league, to know they were interested in this guy, so they don't bring him in on a top 30 visit because they don't want to, like, especially in that middle, you know, end of the first round where, uh, you know, teams are kind of wheeling and dealing. Like, you don't want to tip your hand of who you like. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't read too much into the, the top 30 visit stuff if a guy hasn't taken one. In the chat, Bo, uh, Richardson at three and a half over minus 400. Uh, good bet. Uh, three and a half. Yeah, because I, I bet I, over four and a half and laid some juice a little bit on that. So Yeah, I'd uh, feel better I, about that. I, I at minus like that, four. There's so. just too much stuff that can like, if, if Houston and Arizona don't trade the picks, is that going to cash? Yes. Uh, but... Yeah. Both of them, I, I think, would Arizona for sure would love to trade their pick. So, yeah. I I think you're you know you're rolling the dice that somebody uh, you know trades up there that really wants them and grabs them. Uh, I wouldn't. It's not Man, the type of draft I want to lay that kind of juice. Three, I I just what are we doing? I, I just what is this? Uh, I I'm okay laying a lot now. I'll probably come back here next Monday, you know, and, and be showing my ramen noodles that I'll purchase for the upcoming summer. But I, I lay, I laid some juice on over four and a half. So I, yeah, I, me personally, I wouldn't be afraid. I'm not saying max bet, you know, even four thousand to win a thousand on that. But uh, I, I would bet over three and a half minus four hundred. And that's just not me coming in here and my opinion on him. I just, I don't see him going in the top three. Uh, Anderson. Uh, is another one. Uh, I bet that one. I'm getting conflicting reports on him. I bet over three and a half. Laid a little bit of juice there. What What have you heard? And there was kind of some buyback, so I got worried. But uh, I did bet, even though I love him, Will Anderson. Uh, I bet over three and a half. Yeah, that's. An, I mean, that's another one that's like, you know, really trade. Depend. I mean, if if Houston and Arizona stay there, 
Could they go DND, you know, Wilson Anderson 2 yeah, 3 true. in some fashion? For sure. But both of them would love to trade back. Uh, and, you know, like a team's going to come up and they're going to come up to take a quarterback there. So, um, yeah, I, again, that one, that's gone all over the map. Like, it got steamed one way, you know, over three and a half, way, way, and then steamed all the way back to it. Um, so, yeah, it's another one where, like, there's so much conflicting info at two or three, and both teams are, like, so live to trade two or three and would love to that, uh, yeah, it can be, uh, yeah, a little bit crazy. That's another one I haven't, I, I, I just, uh, I haven't invested, you know, it'd be one, my, Again, if you can get ahead of these some of these moves, or you're gonna, you know, oh, getting yeah. info, I mean, it's one of those like it, my yeah. my best uh, advice is to like people to like trade some of these prices if you can get stale prices or on the move. Because um, I'm just I, I don't have a a very you know confident feeling in in any of these uh, two three four five, which is a rarity. Uh, Kyle in the chat, uh, Broderick Jones number. I played thirteen and a half. I laid minus one fifty five. Bet it again at minus one seventy five. Uh, 14 and a half. I'll be honest, I'm filling orders. It's not like, ooh, I have inside info. Guy by the name of Hitman, who I love, told me, hey, fill it. I filled it. And uh, hit him up on Twitter and see uh, if he would still bet over 14 and a half plus money. I'm guessing he would say that's still okay. Maybe not max bet there. Uh, I, what Has anyone broken it down? What I mean, obviously, at the top of the draft, uh, each number is probably worth a little bit more. But once you get in the teens, how much is one draft spot worth? Do you know? Yeah, and like, I mean, it, it's it's hard to get because sometimes you're you're trying to avoid like that. I mean, you can price in of like what one draft spot, but if you know the team that's sitting at fourteen is is a live target to take an offensive yeah, line, you know, that's where yeah. it gets a little dicey because some you know you might not think that one spot is is you know a significant change but it might be that that spot that that would take them uh you know if you go there so um yeah a lot of it's kind of very intricate in terms of like what each teams would be targeting in that and then again as we said trades all around in there <laughs> yeah uh one other i mean adam in the chat tight ends under two and a half i have bet that that's another thing that i have bet so i think we've pretty much gotten to the 10 uh bets or so that i have made personally uh, I've been following along, listen closely, watch the replay, and if you like what you hear, smash the like button. But I think I played a little bit less juice than minus 270. That's a little more rich than I played it. Uh, I played it uh, more in the minus like 175 range. So, but I, I don't see three tight ends. I mean, it would have you'd have to hit obviously. And we're talking there's a small window because Mayor's what, what over under draft positions in the 20s. Obviously, yeah, it's like 21. Washington's in the 30s, so I mean, all three would have to go in that in those lat, those final 10 picks. So uh, I think that's still pretty solid. What what say you, Kanish? Other first? Yeah, and, and you know, unless you're getting a, a you know a surprise, uh, you know, a guy in, in there that jumps in, that's kind of not on there. But I I this if you want like Joey K's uh, bold draft, I, I think Kincaid's gonna fall out of the the first round. So you know when he goes number ten, people can you know clip that and egg him. <laughs> I, I just I, I I don't I think uh, I, I think some of his you know injury red flag when you factor in plus the the depth at the position, um, it wouldn't surprise me to see. I know some people were were you know like betting the over the like DK had like a flat two, but uh, yeah at, at this point I mean. I didn't lay that much juice on it, but I agree with you on the the under being the play there. Tim Fraley, uh, Wilson at three, five to one. As Tim's all over it, uh, he's everywhere. Any show that I watch, 
Uh, he's involved. He's on Twitter. So I'll give a shout-out to Tim. Uh, he's obviously got a great number there. Uh, Levis plus 650 at second quarterback to hedge. I don't know. I'm hearing, a, I mean, a lot of positive that one. When you got positive on Levis, even though I hate Levis, I mean, if you don't believe me, watch the tape on Florida game, the Vanderbilt game, Tennessee game. Uh, but I'm hearing positive about him and negative about C.J. Stroud. I mean, I as of right now, if I had to make a bet, I, I think he is the second pick, to be honest with you, and goes ahead of Stroud. I mean, that's just what, what I think right now. Uh, so yeah, I agree. I don't know if I would hedge right there. Uh, any I other things catching your just... eye? I know I'm kind of meandering here, but uh, I wish it was more clear cut. Hey, uh, this is going to be the first pick, second pick, third pick. I mean, here's where it's trending for the fourth, fifth. Uh, this team has a need here. Here's the top you know, defense, outside linebacker at this position. I mean, I, I've been betting it for the last six, seven years. I've never had a draft like this where I just – I don't have an idea. And guys that are much smarter than me, including you, Kanish, I'm not sure that you guys are clear-cut on this. No, I agree. And, you know, I saw a, a tweet out there that, like, the the NFL's perception that, – that I think it worded it well. I, maybe I'll, I'll try and find it to retweet it. The NFL's perception of, of Levis has always been higher than, like, the mock draft guy and even us on this show and like the, the general media, like you, where Levis, uh, you know, did not have a great like public rep. And a lot of it's from the fact that he's not very good in college, but I think his NFL stock was always higher than, than, uh, than, than a lot of people took it for, for, for whatever reason. Uh, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't know, you know, we'll see if he can turn into it, but, um, yeah, you've seen the positive Levis news leaking out and the negative Stroud news leaking out. Uh, and Richardson, I don't know. I don't know if you want. To, Richardson is a quite the dice roll. So, I can't wait till next year's draft, where I actually like multiple prospects. I think Caleb yeah. Williams, Drake May. I'm even warming up to Jordan Travis a little bit as I watch. And hey, JJ McCarthy. JJ McCarthy. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> sure. Why not? I, I'll tell you what. As much as I, I bash JJ McCarthy, I'd rather have him than Levis. I'd rather have him over Richardson. That's just me. I mean, why? Because why watch college football? That, that's why. I mean, he's just more consistent. Uh, and, yeah, Penix, uh, I mean, being left-handed, it's weird. But, I, you know, this is a good transition for Crestman in the ch chat. I bet Penix to win the Heisman over the weekend and watch Washington. That's a good-looking football team. Uh, I took some Penix 20-1 to 1 to win the Heisman. I mean, he's going to lead the nation possibly if he stays healthy, which is a big if. Uh, I mean, we probably lead the nation in passing again, and uh, they're going to be right there in the mix winning double digits uh, wins again. So I, I did bet a little Penix 20 to 1, uh, 12 to 1 now. I mean, it was not a fan duel. Uh, I'll just say this for those of you watching, if you want the best uh, future odds in college football, there's two books, and unfortunately, they're both in Vegas Westgate, Circa. Uh, almost, I would say, 90 plus percent of the time. They're going to have the best odds in the futures, unless you get some outlier books way too slow to, to adjust on some news. But, uh, uh, yeah, that, that was one of them. Broderick Jones over 14. Uh, this is uh, it, it, what I'm seeing from Fabian. Uh, Broderick Jones over 14 and a half, getting bet off the Aaron Rodgers trade news. Uh, he was supposed to go to the Jets. So uh, there you go. That's so. Hitman was on top of that, to say the least. Uh, you know, Fabian uh, tweeting that out, and I got that news. You know, about a half hour before the show. So Hitman's onto something there. Guy, I love that guy. <laughs>
Uh, anything else draft related before we transition to college football, Kanish? No, I think that's uh, that's I get it. Wish we had more uh, more you know like classic uh, you know bangers on the past, but it's been uh, it's been thin this year. Yeah, I got a uh, feeling. I mean, we could do a different show each of the next two three days. There might be news that breaks tonight. Oh right. my god, and everything that we thought we knew. You know, so I'm gonna have. To, I'm guessing. I've already played back a little bit of Richardson because I got conflicting news. I felt that he was gonna slide, and then all of a sudden, no, he might not slide. So I played that back already. I got a feeling that I'm gonna play a few other things back. And I mean, again, I think we could have. You know, I'm kind of in protection mode right now because I'm not sure. I mean, if I'm not betting, then why would you guys bet it? I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, sure, if you're ahead of the steam, be my guest. Uh, let's talk college football. Some things that, that I did that I am very confident in, and I have made a lot of bets over the weekend watching spring games. I'm going to lead it off with uh, first in the chat. Uh, where can you find Westgate and Circuit Vegas odds? I, I think pretty much uh, all you got to do is download the app, and you, can, yeah. you can't bet, but you can at least look at the odds and do uh, you know, a, a comparison. So you just Correct. go ahead uh, in the chat there and download their apps, and you can at least look at the odds. And then you need people to run, you know. You know, yeah, what? you can you can download each one. I mean, I have I'm in Michigan. I have both of those apps uh, and use them to to price Brian, shop there. Brian the says no, you can't. I thought you could. You can look at odds, can't you? Oh yeah, you yeah. can't. Obviously, you can't bet, but I've got accounts at both on my phone that just you know log in to to look at odds. So yeah, yeah, you, you can, can look. You can't sure. bet. Let me be specific. Correct. You can look, but you can't bet. So I mean, again, that they'll have usually typically the best odds. Uh, let's talk college football. Let's talk about the team that I, I, you know, when you have a spring games like Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Alabama, LSU, you'd think we'd lead off with them. No, I'm going to lead off with the team that was on ESPN on Saturday. I saw you tweeting about it. Uh, I actually watched the game, uh, and I got a bet for everybody uh, here in a little bit. But uh, what would you think uh, of the Colorado spring game spectacle? Number one, let me say this. People think I'm very, like, anti Dion. I'm, I'm a hater. I'm not. I just don't think they're going to live up to all the hype that's around them. That's all it is. It's nothing personal. It's just I think they're overpriced. But, uh, you know, I think it's good for college football. It's bringing a lot more attention. I mean, Colorado had 45,000 people for a spring game. That's great. You know, not only for Colorado, the Pac-12 and whatnot, that's great. So, all in all, it was cool to see. But uh, I, on the field, player personnel-wise, I did not like what I see. I will say one positive. I think Shadour's a little bit better than I expected. Yeah, uh, he's filled out a little bit. Uh, can't say the same for like Travis Hunter. He's too, too thin for me. I don't know if he's gonna make it all 12 games against 11 of their 12 games against Power Five competition. So uh, I did not like what I see. I know you mentioned the stature of the roster. You, you can expound uh, a little bit more like, on that. I was like, am I? Is this camera angle like coming through? Like, do these guys like look like? I mean, I don't know how they're going to stay. I mean, just in the trenches on defense um especially they just have no and again it's a team where i know a ton of guys are hitting the portal they've recruited horribly for the last few years and so hey this isn't like a anti-coach prime like he's not going to be able to get the job i mean like he's walking into a like scolding disaster um and i will i think you know you you that's and I know this isn't his style but you remember like Nick Saban's first year at at Bama like people were like he's downplaying expectations whenever he can um but that's not kind of coach prime style and I think it's creating this like 
false perception that this team could could be okay, they're not okay. They're far from okay. And it doesn't, like, you're not going to be able to get that type of size in the portal between the spring and the fall camp. You might be able to get a few guys here and there, but, I mean, that, like, the guys that, like, the elite guys in the trenches are usually either not in the portal or they're getting sucked up by Bear Anderson going to USC. I mean, so it is going to be a rough uh, year opener there, uh, I, I think, for, for Coach. I did not, again, I thought you said the nailed the one thing that looked okay was Sanders. Um, yeah, he looks, looked pretty good. He, was, yep. he made a big leap from year one to year two at Jackson State. Looks like a guy who can be an FBS quarterback. God help him, though, playing on this team uh, and uh, with this schedule. And I think you hit the nail on the head. The trenches were nobody wants to look at because uh, everyone I, – I think their skill will be okay, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I mean, decent, but in the trenches, they, they lack not only depth, they lack size, they lack a lot. And speaking of what's happened here since the spring game, they've had 14 guys enter the portal today. And I get it, a lot of these guys are nobodies. They weren't going to play and whatnot. But three guys were starters in Saturday's spring game. The, the guy that had 150 yards receiving, that they clipped up that 98-yard receiving touchdown, he's in the portal. Uh, so, uh, look, was he going to be their top wideout? No, but, I mean, he, he was going to play this year. He was going to be a depth guy. And I'll mention it again, Colorado plays 11 Power 5 teams. Depth will be an issue when you're consistently playing against teams that are not only as good as you talent-wise, but in almost all cases, better talent-wise than you. Pac-12, this isn't the Pac-12 five years ago. They have, you know, Washington, USC, Utah, Oregon, UCLA, Oregon State. All these are legitimate teams. All these are much better teams than Colorado. So uh, I'm worried. And speaking of the portal, okay, yeah, we'll go and get guys in the portal. We'll go and get guys. This isn't the portal from four months ago. The, poor, the guys that leave in the spring, aren't the quality of the guys leaving right now is not the same as the quality that was leaving at the end of last season. I mean, if you don't believe me, you know, 247 ranks like the top 300 transfers uh, in college football. I think like 12 of them out of the top 300 are available right now. So you're talking less than 10% of the best of the best yeah. uh, as far as transfer portal guys are, are available. So I don't know who they're going to be able to get. I question their depth. I question the talent. I question the, the experience, at least coaching at that level from prime, being a leader. And if things don't go well for them, how is he going to react? This is a guy that's you know, been able to out-talent at Jackson State. Pretty much everybody could play. This is a guy you know, professionally, you know, in his personal playing career, he just was you know, better than everybody else. How is he going to react as a person when, when he's constantly the underdog? I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not optimistic about that. So I guess what we're getting to, Zach, if you can pull it up on FanDuel's Colorado's win total, and we won't count this in the records, but if anybody wants to bet this, uh, I think is that it moved a win? I think that yeah, I think uh, you know they they <laughs> yeah right somebody in the tra- you know over in the trading rooms uh, you know queued up on the show here so yeah oh my I, god yeah. well I can't I mean I would still lean under but I thought it that was four and a half. 30 minutes ago. When, yeah, when we started. <laughs> yeah. You don't believe me? I have the ticket. I had people running. <laughs> so, uh, oh, my God. Uh, I'd still lean under. Th- I can't believe that they, that moved. So, I guess I don't have a bet. Uh, when did they, if anybody's in the chat, when did that move? I mean, that's unbelievable. I think it was, no, I'm pretty sure it was during the show because I saw some comments in there. And then, yeah, it was four and a half because I knew where you were going uh, when we logged on. But I think uh, 
think some people knew where you were going there. Uh, no, and, uh, part of maybe... It says 30 seconds ago it was four and a half. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I, so, I mean, obviously, we, we can't count it anyway. Uh, but I think that's a good bet. Here's what I will say, though. I think we'll still be able to get something similar. Maybe not four and a half, but maybe four. Mm-hmm. There's so much mm-hmm. hype around this team. I mean, you caught some feedback. Because, I mean, you made a comment, which was basically true. You said this looks like a high school team. They do. Uh, and, and then, you know, I mentioned jokingly, I didn't, I couldn't believe it. I jokingly said, hey, you're 2023 Pac-12 champs. And a lot of people took it for what it was. Yeah, this is going to be the Pac-12 <laughs> yeah. champs. I mean, they, they didn't even know I was joking. So I do think there would be opportunities to fade them. Uh, we didn't get four and a half, but I think you'll be able to find four. There's going to be a lot of. There's bet 365 right now, four and a half under. That, that's a good bet to make. And, and look, numbers-wise, I even with everything that's happening right now, I'll be super optimistic and say, hey, this team will be two touchdowns better than, than what they were a year ago. I'm still only getting, I mean, mathematically, only like the three, three, three and a half wins at max, upgrading their power rating like two touchdowns, 17 points from the end of last year. And I'm not even sure that's going to be the case this year. So, uh I, it was a good bet for anybody that got it. Uh, under four and a half is really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, five. if I had, like, if you told me, you know, you, you got to put in an exact win, uh, an exact, uh, a plus EV analytics special of how many wins, you know, you, you got a $10,000 free bet, how many wins do you think Colorado is going to win this year? I'd Three. probably put it on two. That's it. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where the wins are coming on this guy. I know they got Colorado State at home. Um, I don't know, and I, I, I just man, I, I think they are in for. Um, and this reminds me, uh, you know, like of the early, uh, you know, Sean Lewis years at Kent State when they, when they didn't have much talent, and they, you know, schematically, and they were trying to run pace in that, uh, and they just that's it not going to be good. Nah, I don't think it's gonna. Then that puts a big strain on your defense when you're going three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be ugly, um, and I, I, they're going to need not only, I mean, again, as you said, like the guys that leave after spring are guys that didn't have a job on their team. Like they're yes. leaving, the guys that leave after fall, leaving after season, be you know, usually you're getting, as you said, a higher quality of player. The guys that and are leaving right now are like, yep. I don't have a job on this team. I'm not on the, you know, the the 22, you know, the the depth chart. So I'm going to move. Um, that's that's not a way to build a football team. Um, so he's gonna need he's gonna need a uh, at least a year of, of talent accumulation before this gets to um, even a passable level. Zach, pull up a couple more. Uh, I bet these. So why not give them out? Let's watch them move. Uh, pull up the game of the years on, on FanDuel, and maybe we can even. Uh, I, I'm not sure if DraftKings is also available. I'm gonna talk. I DraftKings released a lot. I think we got a loaded show. We'll need to fill shows in the future here. We'll talk to all those DraftKings games next week. We'll devote almost the whole show to that outside of a draft recap. So that'll be coming next week, all those. I did bet a few of those. I'll ask you quickly on one of those if you bet uh, a few of those. But uh, looking at Colorado, do they even have them up here? Week one, they're playing TCU. Let's see if they kept it up. Uh, did they pull it? <laughs> it looks like they might have. No, uh, I, I laid 17 and a half. 18 is not that key of a number, so I, I think that's okay. Uh, TCU minus 18 and a half there, if you want to grab that. I think it closes 21-ish. 21 
go to week two. I have made this bet. I've laid six and a half and seven with Nebraska. Ah, seven and a half, don't do it. It was right there. Uh, you just missed it, uh, Zach. Uh, seven and a half now. Uh, maybe DraftKings might still have seven if you want to flip there, but those are two bets. I mean, I, I've, I've gone against Colorado quite a bit. Anything that I could find right now, I want to fade Colorado. I'm not buying the hype, basically. So, I mean, I know the TCU line seems a little steep, but I mean, I'm going to tell you what, Kanish, at the end of last year, that line's 35, TCU 35. I mean, I, I just, I know they're taking a step back, but I, I like Kendall Bryles. I think he'll push the pace. You'll, you'll have a lot of pace there. And I think once you, when you get more plays uh, and the superior team's got more reps to exert their will on you, I think that's going to be uh, a blowout there. There you go. Good guy. guys. Have faith. I, I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crestman in the chat. They might as well move a few more. I did bet A&M uh, shop. DraftKings might have a little bit cheaper, but I, I do like A&M against Miami. Uh, I know you like A&M quite a bit, Kanish. I did, I did bet A&M too. So we'll get to a bunch of these. I bet like 25 of them already. Did you bet any DraftKings game of the years? Uh, you know what? I've actually I've been light on the drafts. We talked about some of the FanDuel ones. Um, haven't gone crazy. Uh, it's because a little harder uh, to get down uh, at some of the DraftKings stuff for the long term. It but is I tough. agree. They had uh, and it's good to just kind of save a couple here for uh, to going forward. Uh, the one that I had bet at Fan, which I think got beat down. I, I took some. Texas after the spring game versus Alabama, um, but like now it. it's I wouldn't I don't touch the it was like ten and a half when I bet it, but um, that was one after uh, I, you know DraftKings yeah DraftKings might have uh, uh, a better number on that game I think nine and a half so you could yeah I would still I'd be okay with nine and a half that I'm a trying to look I to agree see. with that Alabama wasn't as good as what I yeah. expected and DK Texas does have better. nine and a half I would bet that nine and a half still. Um, I get Texas. I just like I know talent wise, they're loaded. You had the Ewers report said uh, he was looking good, and you know you. I mean, you highlighted over the week that Alabama quarterback room has some. Now we you're running the risk when you're betting in April that uh, you know Alabama drops the money bag uh, on some guy and he comes in as uh, as they might have tried allegedly might have tried to do to to a certain Miami quarterback. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think the, the the Bama QB room. I just don't think either of those guys are are championship level quarterbacks. Um, Agree. So I, I I can't I can't you know I can't have them laying ten with that type of quarterback uh, against a Texas team that for all their faults um, in terms of coaching staff or just general how they run every year uh, does. I mean, player to player, they're right there talent wise. So. I, I rewatched the Texas Alabama game. It was over a month ago, but I rewatched it. I think Texas could have easily won that game, and I think Texas is better this year. I think Alabama's a little worse, uh, and I think if Quinn Ewers plays the whole game last year, they win that game. So I think Texas is very live after watching those two teams in that game. Not only point spread, but could win it outright. I yeah. just uh, too inconsistent for Alabama. And the thing that made Alabama so great for so long is not only did they have better players and better coaches. But they did, they did the little things right. They didn't beat themselves. That's why they went 14 years without losing to an unranked team because they didn't have that game where they had four or five turnovers or 15 penalties. This team right now, I don't know, last two-plus years, they can't get out of their own way. Uh, penalties were an issue last year. Uh, you know, turnovers were – it could be an issue. They didn't force any. 
Uh, this year, turnovers from both quarterbacks, drops from wide receivers. I don't know what it is. They're just not putting it all together right now. And uh, one team that I did, I did watch their spring game in the SEC West that does look the part, LSU. Uh, very businesslike, very purposeful spring game. I bet Jane Daniels won the Heisman. He was pinpoint accurate. Finally, Jane Daniels put on weight. It looks like he put on 15 pounds. Legit, that's a legit-looking football team, folks. I, I got him number five in my power ratings right now. I, and if they were hosting Alabama, the only thing I think might help Alabama this year, they get Tennessee, LSU, and Texas at home. But LSU, man, I don't like Brian Kelly, but he's, he's got something cooking already in year two at LSU. That is a legit national title contender. They're deep. They got an Oregon State transfer uh, at linebacker Spates. You compliment uh, number 40 uh, very well. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know, a lot of that. I mean, the scouting did well. They had two couple good freshmen that they did a good job with. They got quarterback depth. I take both their quarterbacks over what Alabama has. That was a good looking team. A any other spring games catch your eye uh, over the weekend, Kanish? No, that was got people. Have, did you uh, check out Wisconsin? So I know you've seen a couple comments uh, in the Wisconsin that the uh, oh. the offense looked a little clunky. Uh, oh I read God, some yeah. of those reports. I didn't actually get my eyes on it. It was in the background for me. I haven't broken it down play for play. I watched the first couple of series. It looked bad. Uh, it was bad weather. Which look, I mean, you don't have to be Elon Musk sometimes to figure some of this stuff out. I mean, a lot of people aren't throwing it over the yard, playing a ton of tempo, throwing it 50 times a game in that area of the country. There's a reason for it. Uh, so the weather was snowing and blowing. So, and I, I don't know. I like Fickle. I like the hire. I think it's an upgrade. I just, I'm questioning the style of play. And I get it. You know, Wisconsin wants to play, you know, update their offense a little bit. I get that. But, I mean, to completely go a different direction – What's been successful, I mean, right. for 30 years. Look, are they winning national championships? No, but they've gone to several Rose Bowls. They win 10 games a lot of, in a lot of years. I, that's been pretty successful to, to totally uproot that. So I, I'm questioning how well that's going to work. Uh, I'd say that first-year transition, too, yeah. when you've got a roster that's been recruited to play, you know, power football, man ball, and then you're, like, totally taking a 180 and going to you know like all these spread concepts with a bunch of guys that weren't recruited to play that style that haven't been coached to play that style i think there's going to be some transaction costs there um especially in a you know a big 10 west that's looking a little uh a little friskier than it normally does so um yeah we'll have to Again, I think maybe long term, uh, I think this could work out. But in this year, it, it could be uh, it could be a challenge. Cameron in the chat, A and M plus ten against Tennessee. My only worry there is numbers call for it, but they're off Alabama. Uh, that would be my only worry there. But yeah, sure, numbers. Clemson minus four against ND. I did bet Miami plus eighteen and a half against Florida State. So we'll get to all of them next week. I promise. We'll have a full show on it, and hopefully some other stuff. Uh, what will come out uh, in that regard. Jim, in the chat, the yeah, totals and spreads, you got any takes on I the am not going to talk about that until those get released. So I'm not, people have been asking me how much is it worth. It's worth something. Uh, I'm not sure that uh, the South Point Hall of Famers or whoever decides to open up the market is going to properly price that in. So I'm not going to tell you how much it's worth the total as far as the new clock rolls, but it is worth something. And uh, I, I'm guessing I will be betting more unders than overs. I, I'll put it that way. Uh, so, 
yeah, uh, I'll get to that after I get some bets down. Uh, anything else? I mean, oh, I'll tell you what. I'm wearing the hat. I did like what I see from – I'm not being a Notre Dame homer. I'm just telling you what I saw. Here Sam Hartman looked good. I mean, again, nasty weather, boom, bang, boom, three touchdown drives in the first half. The other quarterbacks combined for zero touchdown drives. I Just a, a huge upgrade at quarterback for Notre Dame. Uh, and he, I think it's the first time I bet a Notre Dame player – to win the Heisman or at least put more than a little bit of pizza money on it. So I did after watching that. Not that I think he wins it. I just think, I mean, he has the showcase. It's Notre Dame. They haven't had a Heisman winner in 30 years, 40 years almost. Uh, he's got a good story. Uh, he's got a good look. They got the profile game against the Buckeyes, USC, Clemson. Do I think they win those games? No, but they're, it's not like they're going to be huge significant underdogs it's not out of the realm of possibility that they can't win those games so i did bet sam hartman to win the heisman am i crazy kanish i mean i am at this point you gotta hope hartman takes his covid year and uh they don't have to play cj Carr because i mean he's not he, he you know they don't have a quarterback coming in you can was trust. the first very first invite to the lead 11 <laughs> did you see that over the weekend? It's it's all in the name. It's all in it. Uh, listen, so uh, yeah, no, I did I did watch some of the the Hartman. Hey, I, I like I like Sam Hartman uh, quite a bit. And we, I mean, nobody trashed Notre Dame QBs uh, in the world than this show last year. So I think he's a huge upgrade. I think he's uh, you know um, a, a, like a guy that they absolutely had to have uh, yes. for for to compete this year for Marcus Freeman's tenure. I mean. There's a yep. lot. You better hope he doesn't get injured because there's there's a lot riding on uh, on Hardman this year because he he is like a total game changer for their offense um, for an offense that was not very good uh, at times last year. No, I mean I can't believe they won as many games as they did considering Drew Pine at quarterback and I just it just flat. I mean you're looking for something that pops and flashes. It flashed and haven't seen Notre Dame quarterback push it down the field since. I know people are going to joke because he panned, you know, didn't pan out in the NFL, but Jimmy Clausen's last quarterback could throw it down the field when he had Michael Floyd and Golden Tate. I mean, it's been over a decade since Notre Dame had a quarterback that could consistently push the ball down the field. It's been that pathetic. So, yeah, I mean, it's positive, but you're right. Uh, Buckner looked horrible, so I questioned the depth a little bit there uh, if he gets hurt. Uh, weapons in the chat, uh, what do I think about his weapons surrounding it? I think it's okay. He didn't have – I mean – he had two walk-ons he was throwing to on Saturday, and he was okay. So uh, I think it'll be fine. Notre Dame had a true freshman wide receiver that had 10 grabs. He looked apart, look, you know, built like a junior. Jane Greathouse is his name. He looked okay. Jane Thomas is fine. I mean, they don't have Michael Mayer at tight end, but, you know, their top three tight ends didn't play in the game. So I thought Hartman moved the team just fine without most of those weapons. Buckner actually had more weapons. He had Estime at running back and two of the top wide receivers on his team, and they had a big goose egg, zero. So I think Hartman will just be fine uh, with Notre Dame. Now, uh, I mean, I, I don't think they'll beat Ohio State. I think SC with everything they're adding, I think that they're up against a little bit that game, and I'm not sure they'll beat Clemson on the road. So nine and three still for me is my guess. Uh, did you bet any Notre Dame, anything Notre Dame related or anything else college football related over the weekend? No, I haven't. Uh, you know what? I uh, but I agree. With that. I think Notre Dame. It just yeah, as you're saying, like, does it set up for them to, you know, make, make we're probably not to that level yet. Uh, but hey, I, I mean, he gives them like he gives them a, a ceiling that that they don't have with that they didn't have without him and they wouldn't have without him. Um, 
in terms of even seven and five without him. I agree, and like competing. And I mean, you're talking about like you know Ohio State, Clemson, USC. If if he's not on this roster, they're not going to win any of the like. They're not. We're sitting here like no, like lost, lost, lost. Yes. Uh, yes. Instead, you're sitting there and talking about like they they can win those games. So yeah, I don't hate I don't hate a Hartman uh, Heisman shot there. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I bet. Uh, I, I, as always, you're on top of it. Texas was good. That was one team that exceeded expectations for me. LSU, Alabama didn't look as good. Uh, I just got done watching Oklahoma today. Nah. I, I guess my biggest takeaway, and I know this is a little tongue in cheek, but. Man, I, Venables, to me, just does not seem like a head coaching material. I tweeted out, I mean, a, jo- a little bit of jokes, but he's, like, addressing the crowd. It's something, like, I would expect to hear at uh, a high school basketball game, the head coach talking. I mean, it was cringe. And I just, oof. I, I just, there might have been a reason why he was a career coordinator until he got this Oklahoma job. I just, I mean, for the talent level they still had on last year's team, that should not have been a 6-7 and seven team. You don't believe me? They're playing one arm tied behind their back in the bowl game against Florida State. They almost beat Florida State. So something's not right there. But their five-star freshman looked good. Peyton Bowen looked good. The defensive edge kid, uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, but number 34, he looked, he's got an incredible wingspan. Uh, Jackson Arnold was, ah, I mean, they don't need him to, to play right away. But they got some weapons. But I think Texas the clear-cut favorite in the Big 12 for me. And I know we could say that a lot of years, but I'm, I'm actually believing in, a, in it this year. They just they got so many weapons on offense that I, I just don't see anyone in the Big 12 really uh, stopping them. Crestman, uh, he might as well be the producer here. Uh, yeah, let's. <laughs> I was gonna let's, say, Crestman. Hey, uh, we can uh, tell Pizza Man we can save some money and get Phillips. Uh, you know, put him yeah, on layway. Get Crestman up here. In the <laughs> no, but I think, yeah, I, this is one of those like I'm, I'm bought into the. Te- I don't know how many years in a row people are gonna troll it. Like you buy into the Texas stuff. If yeah. yours is the real deal, like the real, like if he's gonna be, if you know, are we in the spring game and take football that serious, and you're seeing a big upgrade from him. The rest of the roster is absolutely loaded, um, and, and so I, I don't like. I know people are gonna like hashtag Texas is back, but yeah, I think they're they're absolutely the clear cut uh, chalk there in the Big Twelve. Now, am I running to the window to play you know two two to one or any of that? No, but yeah, I think they are uh, the team to beat and a team that uh, could have legitimate. Playoff national title aspirations this year. Uh, it's <laughs> I don't want to I put mean, that like, on tape, but uh, I mean they're in that they're in that tier. They're in that like you know that eighteen. Like how many teams this year? You know like can win a, a I have eight. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, how many teams in the country? You know, you, it's usually a list of six to eight, sometimes less, can win the national title. Uh, I'm putting them in that group. I bet him thirty to one. <laughs> I did. They just, I mean, it's an offensive-driven sport. Here I can see them being the best offense in the country this year. I just, I, I know that I, I, I look. I bet under their win total last year. So I, I've been negative on Texas for a majority of this run and not buying into it. I'm buying into it this year. I, I think you know, outside of the Alabama game, they'll be favored in every game, and I think they're probably six points better than the second-best team in the Big Twelve. So. If they don't win it this year in the final year, then they clearly underachieved. Anything, final closing thoughts before we pay some bills with some sponsors? Uh, and anything else, Kanish? No, I think uh, I think we're uh, ready to go here. Get into some uh, other uh, game of the years next week. And uh, 
hey, good to be, I wish you know, people the best of luck, and I wish we had more NFL draft stuff, but hey, um, you know, this, we don't blow smoke up your ass in here with some stuff that either we, we don't feel comfortable investing in ourselves just to, just to do picks type of thing, so <laughs> you know if we're talking about it on the show, we're, we're, we're backing our own uh, money behind it, so. Uh, How did the fade uh, Moretto on the NHL go? Oh, it's going, well, here's what I say, I was say. Canes, Canes are going to win the series, so that's going to go Stars Wild 2-2. So let's just say we need we need Minnesota to come through for us. Uh, that's still up in the air. If the Wild win the series, just, but we, but Mare- you might have to delete his Twitter account because uh, let, let's just I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing another show called Edge Work in the morning, NHL. We're booting Moretto off that show and getting someone here that knows what they're talking about. Joey Ice. That right there is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Joey Kanish. Make sure, guys, you're subscribed to Hit the Books YouTube channel so you get notified in real time whenever a new episode drops or we go live. If you do enjoy our content, please smash the like button. If you're listening in audio form, please rate and review it five stars or four. We'll take four stars. Uh, for all the show updates, make sure you're following at Hit the Books HQ and at The Hammer HQ on Twitter for Joey Kanish. For our producer extraordinaire, Zach Phillips, I am Brad Powers. You just watched Hit the Books. (laughs) 